Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T in 5 for the evening of Thursday, April 15th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. New Kent State AD Randall Richmond was introduced in his new role today. Richmond's priorities include student-athlete experience, academic and athletic excellence, integrity and adherence to compliance, inclusion and collaboration, servant leadership, fiscal responsibility, civic engagement, and bold planning for the future. Richmond said, quote, My family and I are beyond excited to return to Kent State and lead an outstanding athletics department. The university's mission is to transform the lives of our students through access and education, a goal which is core to my beliefs. As a department and as a university, we will deliver on this mission. Richmond will start with the Golden Flashes on May 1st. In NCAA news, the D1 Council has officially adopted the one-time transfer legislation. May 1st will be the notification date for fall and winter student-athletes, and July 1st will be the date for spring student-athletes. Quote, some exceptions to the notification deadlines would apply in cases of a head coaching change or canceled athletic scholarship before July 1st. The legislation now moves to the Division I Board of Directors, who will meet on April 28th. Following the expansion of the men's basketball and women's basketball committees to 12 members, the women's basketball committee has added Milwaukee AD Amanda Braun, New Mexico Deputy AD Janice Ruggiero, and Villanova Senior Associate AD and SWA Lynn Teague to the fold and extended the tenures of its chair and Duke Deputy AD Nina King and Atlantic 10 Senior Associate Commissioner Debbie Richardson. Minnesota AD Mark Coyle, UCLA AD Martin Germond, Alabama AD Greg Byrne, Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill, and Butler AD Barry Collier will join the Men's Basketball Committee for the 2021-22 season. The NCAA has extended the COVID-19 initial eligibility waiver to prospects in 2022-23 high school class, meaning there will be no SAT or ACT score required until at least the fall of 2023. And the NCAA transfer list currently includes 1,369 athletes, with 288 from the six basketball power conferences compared to 730 total athletes one year ago. CBS's Matt Norlander on the additions to the men's basketball committee said, quote, The men's basketball selection committee has expanded from 10 to 12, but unfortunately it's stubbornly still only appointing ADs and conference commissioners. If we are to have a committee, there should be more occupational and background diversity. NCAA can and should expand its scope. Making it on to the selection committee is the ultimate star in college athletics, a badge of honor. But the NCAA should openly be courting analytically savvy minds in addition to those with deep backgrounds in college basketball. Restricting it to college admins is narrow-minded, and change is due. North Carolina head football coach Mack Brown called on the NCAA to, quote, start listening to coaches more, critiquing the D1 Football Oversight Committee for only reserving one spot out of 15 for an FBS head coach. Brown said, quote, it's not best for young people if they don't have coaches involved. Among Brown's concerns include the one-time eligibility rules change in response to the pandemic, the impending impact of NIL rights, and the necessity for a college football commissioner to bridge the gap between the NCAA and individual coaches. Brown said, quote, If I had a son or grandson right now that was in the 22 class, I'd be furious. I'd be raising Kane because it's not fair. It's not fair. Maybe you don't have enough money to go to college and you've worked your whole life to get to a point where you get a scholarship, and now the school can't give you a scholarship because they don't have one. That's not fair. And those young people shouldn't be punished because of a decision we made at the NCAA level for everybody else. We're still sitting here right now in the middle of April, and we don't know how many we can offer, and we're offering scholarships. That's not fair. That's putting coaches in an awful place. 
In personnel news, Nebraska AD Bill Moose names West Virginia Senior Associate AD and Executive Director of the Mountaineer Athletic Club Ben Murray as Senior Associate AD for Development in Lincoln. And Indiana may name a new president by as early as Friday, per 24-7 Sports' Jeff Rabjohns, who writes, quote, Pamela Witten of Kennesaw State is a strong contender. In head coaching news, Detroit Mercy women's basketball head coach Anne-Marie Gilbert will remain in the role, despite allegations of NCAA violations and player mistreatment within the program. The university conducted an internal review and submitted findings to the NCAA, but reaffirmed its commitment to Gilbert and announced the implementation of additional operational measures to ensure compliance with the university's, quote, core values and mission. Eastern Kentucky men's basketball head coach A.W. Hamilton has signed an extension that could keep him in with the Colonels through 2024-25. LSU women's basketball head coach Nikki Fargus has stepped down after 10 seasons leading the Tigers. Florida Atlantic AD Brian White taps Tennessee women's basketball assistant coach Jennifer Sullivan to lead the Owls program. Georgia baseball head coach Scott Strickland has agreed to an extension that could keep him in Athens through 2026. Michigan State women's soccer head coach Tom Saxton will retire after 30 seasons with the Spartans and as the longest tenured women's soccer coach in the Big Ten. And associate head coach Tammy Farnham will serve as interim head coach. And Stanford wrestling head coach Jason Borelli is departing for the same role at American University. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Thursday, April 15th. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.